This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I have a few friends that are Bills fans, and it just feels like they're numb at this point after all the years. They're just numb. It doesn't even, they don't even feel the sting anymore when things like that happen. Uh, the Bills, one of those four teams in the AFC East, who we will review the 2023 season of in just a moment so we can properly look ahead to 2024. Looking ahead 20 minutes from now, at the top and third and final hour of BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, we'll be joined by Connor Allen of 4 for 4 and BetSparts. Get his thoughts on the Super Bowl this Sunday night. Also, in the third and final hour, some big stories from the NBA this weekend. I mean, you thought Taylor Swift stuff was good for <laughs> gossip. How about the kind of towel that LeBron wears in his post-game interviews? Um, we'll get into that, plus the Bucks being the Bucks again. And uh, perhaps... Joel Embiid being out for an extended period of time. All in the final hour before we get to lightning bets here on BetQL Daily alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. I'm Chris Mack. Let's talk AFC East, though, year in review, guys. And let's start with, well, the Buffalo Bills. Um, again, the Buffalo futures you may have bought in, during the summer up in flames. Again, the Chiefs stand in their way, this time at home. But it's it's an all too familiar story for the Bills and their fan base and questions about McDermott and questions about Allen, although I don't think he was the problem down the stretch. He was more about what went right for them down the stretch. Uh, they're they're going to have some issues on the defensive side of the ball, looking for replacements in the front seven, which suffered a bit this year. And Gabe Davis, an unrestricted free agent, who's their wide receiver too, but um, they, they've also got a challenge for the first time in a couple of years in the division, Joe, and that the dolphins are right there with them. Yeah, they do. And there's, I, people are going to, whether it's reality or not, people are going to talk themselves into another challenge with Aaron Rodgers because the jets going mm. seven and 10 without Rodgers, maybe it's a bit of a surprise and probably better than what a lot of us thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, with all the injuries that they had and the terrible quarterback play. But uh, sticking with Buffalo for a moment, they needed that 5-0 finish to get the division, to get the two seed. They got it done. They go over the win total, which was surprising, especially when they're sitting there at 6-6 uh, six and six going into the bye. But it was that was a close overtime loss against Philadelphia. And yeah, I was disappointed with my futures because that's when I went in on them. Looking at uh, the schedule, okay, a couple tough games and a few easy ones, and then they run the table. But um, what I think was lost on a lot of people, yes, they were riding high, and okay, the, there was a path to the two, and they get there. But there were a lot of lucky wins 
in those final five games. There are a lot of close games that went their way. A field goal win at Kansas City, a two-point win against the Chargers, a one-score win against the Patriots, a one-score win against the Dolphins in the last week. Every every coin flip was going their way. Now, maybe those are some things that went against them early, like the season opener against the Jets, crazy special teams finish, um, other close losses that they had. I mentioned the overtime game. But um, look, they decide, okay, you're our guy now. Joe Brady, you proved enough. You're our OC. Uh, he had to interview for the job, which I found interesting. The resume, the the tape wasn't enough. They wanted to interview him, which I don't have a big problem with. But, guys, there's going to be a lot of changes with the Bills. And I know you have Josh Allen, but you look at all the unrestricted free agents on the defensive side, a lot of guys that were injured, yeah. impactful players, Daquan Jones, a free agent, A.J. Epinesa, Jordan Phillips, Micah Hyde. These are all free agents. And on the offensive side, Gabe Davis is a free agent. People don't want them to bring back Stephon Diggs. He's clearly not the player that he was. There's going to be a lot changing with this team. And I think the question, I'm not saying you should be fired, but I think the questions on Sean McDermott are justified. As long as he's been there, we're still waiting on him to break through with all this talent. And also the defensive line got pushed around by the Chiefs in that game too. They were mm -hmm. able to run the ball. So there should be changes. They they are so close but just can't get over that hump. And I think you brought up Diggs. I believe we called him a bum multiple times. And even last offseason, we were talking about, like, what's going on with him and Josh Allen? Like, that situation isn't working. Maybe it's best for everyone to turn the page uh, and not run that back again. Find it interesting that they're 12 to 1 to win the Super Bowl next year, the same odds as the Lions. But uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think I'll be rushing to bet any Bills futures just yet. It, it feels like the window, like I, I know people said this a lot in the immediate aftermath of the loss to Kansas City. It was, oh, is the window closed for the Bills? I don't know if it's closed. I don't think it's closed. Yeah. Josh Allen is still an elite quarterback. Um, but with all the possible movement on the defensive side of the ball, like you mentioned, Joe, all those free agents to take a look at and either tie up or cast aside. And then, yeah, it, we called him a bum, Aaron, because he had the AFC championship game in his hands and he dropped it. Like, it was mm -hmm. there. And if you're going to be the guy that calls out your quarterback mm -hmm. sometimes or calls out your offense or your team as a whole, you better be the guy that makes that catch. So if the Allen Diggs pairing is not going to be their the, the catalyst for their offense going forward that's a lot of renovation to make to an offense when your quarterback is still in his prime and you've got Miami now like I said nipping at your heels um two is going to get an extension this offseason don't know what the number will be on that um Christian Wilkins is an unrestricted free agent they as, as much as they struggled against quality opponents it feels like this was a growing pains year for the Dolphins. If you can win 11 games while having growing pains, Joe, like, hey, you're in a decent spot. Like, they've got the foundation laid there in Miami. Just keep it together. A year ago, it was about Tua staying healthy. Mm -hmm. Tua stayed healthy for the entire season. And then there were points where he was in the conversation. It was, was short-lived. But for MVP and then comeback player of the year, he stayed healthy the entire season. This year, it was about half their defense being injured. That's how the season ended. It was injuries right. once again. So that's certainly notable. And once again, 
we have the Dolphins in search of the right defensive coordinator. They're going to blame the defense because the offense is explosive and we have the weapons on offense. Can Tyreek repeat what he just did? I don't know. I mean, we've had that conversation before. It feels like he could. Um, we shall see. He dealt with a couple injuries in a couple games, but for what he did contributing and yeah, their, their run game at times was just looked unstoppable, especially early on in the season. So now Vic Fangio leaves. He's in Philly. Did they get the, the right mix now? with Anthony Weaver as a defensive coordinator coming over from the Ravens. It's a great organization to grab a guy from. Um, mm-hmm. you, you would expect that he learned a lot as most recently the, not only D line coach, but the assistant head coach. So he was in a low, he was not a lower level assistant. This is pretty high up and he's making the move to become the DC uh, with the Ravens. So maybe they find the right mix maybe, but yeah, I mean, McDaniel will come under a little bit of fire. It's not about McDaniel. It's not about the offense. It was about the the injuries piling up on defense this year. Yeah, the injuries on defense, and hopefully they can fix that. This is the team that I'm highest on, I think, in the division moving forward that I would want to bet futures on. Um, Happy to see Tua stay healthy. That was a big concern all of last offseason and made me hesitant to want to bet on this team. But also... The inconsistency with this Dolphins team was so weird. You put up a ton of points one week, then you lose by a ton of points the next. Like, hopefully they can kind of, like, find a middle ground here, be a little more consistent. And obviously you're going to run into some tough teams in the AFC, so it's going to be hard to compete, but they've got to figure out the defense now. Yeah, that stay healthy again. Like the formula a year ago was keep keep your quarterback healthy. It's stay healthy on the defensive side of the ball. The Jets are going to be fascinating. Like <laughs> we've already <laughs> talked about this off the air a little bit, but like this will be the storyline that keeps on giving the whole year through. Like Clark's Jelly of the Month Club, um, and it's <laughs> all about can Aaron Rodgers save the Jets from. Aaron Rodgers induced drama. It's like, it's this vicious cycle, but you know, you read that athletic piece by, I think it was Diana Rossini last week about just the atmosphere around the facility and around that team this past year. And Aaron, it was a dumpster fire induced by Aaron Rodgers presence. How does Aaron Rodgers being there and available every single day, make it better next year? It sounded so toxic. Like, I mean, I want a hard knocks on what really is going on with the Jets. I mean, apparently Zach Wilson being told that he was going to have access to Aaron Rodgers. It sounds like Aaron Rodgers just completely snubbed the guy. There's a lot to unpack there that we don't have a ton of time for, but I'm here for all the Jets drama, Joe. That's just shocking, right? Look, this is the guy that came into the league. Everybody felt bad for poor Aaron Rodgers because Brett Favre wouldn't talk to the guy. Brett Favre wouldn't help him along, and that was the expectation. But it's not Favre's job, and I understand his point. He did the same thing to Jordan Love. He turned around and Mm -hmm. did the same damn thing. You know, it's people won't – a lot of – most of our listeners won't relate to this, but I'm sure, Chris, you've seen this. Aaron, you've seen this as well. It – it makes me laugh um, in our small business when we see producers come up and they get treated like crap and then they break through and then they become talent on air hosts. And you know what they do? And 
they become that talent, that on-air host? Do they treat the producers right like they should have been treated when they were younger? Nope. It's a vicious cycle. It's the same damn thing. It reminds me of what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. Like he's doing what Favre did to him that he was so upset about and everybody else was upset about for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, toxicity enters the building with Aaron Rodgers. Big surprise. After he yeah. brings in all of his buddies. Is this what we're going to continue to do? Uh, Makai Becton, a free agent. The starting center, a free agent. A lot of questions. You would expect with the 10th pick overall. They're all in, man. They're all in on Salah. They're all in on Rodgers. I don't even know if Salah can coach. I have no idea. But I do know that with the 10th pick overall, you've got to take the best available offensive lineman because they got nobody that can block that guy. Yeah, that, <laughs> that much is, is a given. New England? I don't know. Ben McAdoo is going to be the answer at OC? Really? No. Huh. Maybe Jaden Daniels <laughs> at quarterback? Ooh, Probably. That will be yeah. interesting. BetQL Daily is presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, more Super Bowl 58 insight, this time from Connor Allen of 4 for 4 and BetSparts right here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM.